Yes, the sound that you hear is the sound of me returning to the podcast world. Yes, you're tuned into the Everyday J podcast. This is episode 14. It's been a while. It's been, uh, according to Facebook updates, it's been a year and a half, maybe two years since my last podcast. That's terrible. This is episode 14, so that means I did 13 straight episodes of a podcast, and I just put it in the shitter after a while. Now, let me light this uh, weed up for real, because in the beginning, it's just me playing with the lighter so you can know that I podcast and smoke doobies while I record. Uh, On this episode... I have a few topics that I wrote down. I don't really have a plan. I don't I don't know how this podcast is going to go. I just know that I need to start putting more content out there into the world. Um Hold on. Pardon me as I puff this doobie. It's pretty good. Yes, I still smoke raw papers with a little bit of fronto leaf in it just to give it that little bit of kick. I only light my shit with a big lighter. You hand me a 50 tent lighter. I'll fuck around and light your T-shirt on fire. It's a, I, I feel as though it's an even trade because lighting a doobie or a blunt with a 50-cent lighter, it burns terribly. It's, it, it burns like, like a napkin. It's just like, it's like you're smoking weed in the wind, and that's never fucking good. Smoking weed in the wind is it's pretty terrible. But I got off on a tangent again. I wanted to tell you guys why I'm back. I'm back because a few of my loyal listeners, uh, a.k.a. people I grew up with, who uh, enjoyed the podcast, and they always ask me, where's the podcast when I post videos uh, on Instagram or quick videos on Facebook? They, they, they say ha. They write ha ha, but nigga, where's the podcast? And for those people, I thank you because... I wouldn't be recording this podcast if it weren't for you. So thank you to uh Chrissy and uh and 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 Cal who uh who those are just two people. It's more out there, but those two are the ones who stick out because they actually always ask me where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? So guys, here's the podcast. But before I get into the actual podcast, I'll tell you why I haven't been doing the podcast. I kind of stopped doing the podcast. Initially, the reason was because it was the new year and I was going to take uh, the month off. Okay, that month turned into a year and a half, two years maybe. Uh, Again, I I repeat, that's terrible on my part. But it's more terrible on the people's part. You see how I go there blaming other motherfuckers, right? The thing is, I'm an artist. And I know you've you've heard the line from Badu, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. That's some of the truest shit an artist can say or a person could say because you are sensitive about your stuff. Because when when you put things out into the universe and you and you record videos or you do podcasts or you record music or whatever you do, maybe you do poetry, whatever you do, you you do it for the response of the people. That's initially you do it for the response. Well, in my case, I'll say I initially did anything because I I enjoy the response. It's like a high. It's like smoking some platinum kush which i'm smoking right now and it's 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 pretty dope no pun intended but as artists we put things out there and 
we expect people to enjoy it and, and, and share it and uh, just love the art that you're putting out there. And, and, and all you ask as an artist in return is for people to show you the love because you put love into what you're doing. I put love into this shit. I read a lot. I watch a lot of TV and I listen to a lot of music. So me getting these things out is important to me. But again, I, I you know, uh, I'm an artist. So when I don't get the love that I feel like I deserve in return, I lose interest in things fast. That's not good. Because I can say lately I've realized that I get caught up in people uh, showing the love or appreciating what I do. And then when I don't see that love reciprocated because that's what I put into it, I get discouraged and I get thrown off track. And before you know it, it's two fucking years later. Now, uh, fast forward to present day. I don't give a fuck no more. Now, everything that I do is strictly for me and the people who appreciate it. I'm no longer looking for uh, a certain amount of views, a certain amount of likes, uh, a certain amount of uh, shares, comments, things that artists get caught up in sometimes, which isn't important. It's not important at all. It's, it's not. The most important thing is that you put it out into the universe. You feel good about it and you move on to the next thing. So, like I said, fast forward to now. I'm here. Guess what? Hopefully, I'm not going to, hopefully, I have to stay the course. I can't get thrown off the course. I get thrown off the course so much in life that before you know it, I don't forgot shit. Like, lately, I've been doing more uh, Instagram videos. <clears throat> not getting too much. Getting a couple hundred views, maybe, or a, 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 hundred and, a hundred plus views. But guess what? In the, the few comments that I get and the few eyeballs that I get, I appreciate those because they actually took the time to watch the shit. Other people, they'll just, you know, I guess they just scroll by like, who the fuck gives a goddamn? Then they'll turn around and share and like and comment on a stranger's post. But I'm out of that bull. Guess, guess how good it feels to not give a fuck about who listens, shares, and appreciates. This shit is for me and the people who actually are here for me and, and my opinion on things. So again, we're, we're, we're back guys. It's uh, February 27th. Uh, I'll try. I, I want to commit to trying to do this every Wednesday and get you guys a podcast every Wednesday. I don't care if it's fucking 30 to 40 minutes or if I'm just talking about things that are just on my mind, I just need to this outlet and, and release of shit that's caught up in my head. Mm-hmm. Man, guys, if you don't smoke weed, I don't know why, but you should. Everything is better on weed. The music, the movies, sex, liquor, uh, creativity, everything is better on weed. But this isn't a weed podcast unless I decide it's a weed podcast. Because guess what? It's the Everyday J podcast, and I could talk about whatever the fuck I want. Um... Uh, how do I want to start this podcast? Now, I wrote down a few. I only have a, a couple topics. Matter of fact, let's go to media takeout. 
I'll go to media takeout and see what the top stories are. It's always some lies on there. It's I can always count on getting a lie out of uh, out of media takeout. Oh, you know what? You know what's on my mind? I watched the uh, the latest episode of Love and Hip Hop New York. Yes, I have a guilty pleasure, just like the rest of us. Everybody needs a little bit of ratchet TV. I don't watch all of that shit, but I watch I watch the shit that like anything that says hip hop. I'm probably in because the shit raised me, no matter how mad I am at the shit. But I was watching Love and Hip Hop New York, the la- the latest episode when 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 they were off in uh, I don't know where the fuck they were. They were in somebody's island, some some uh, Puerto Rican, Spanish, some Dominican, some type of island. Sorry for the ignorance, but hey, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. You watch the shit. You just as ignorant as I am. And Joe Button was confronting Safari because apparently Safari, Safari's new girlfriend, Erica Mena, who has the easiest box. I mean, all you got to do is have a, a pair of Jordans and a good hairline. Uh, shit, can't even say you got to have a good hairline because she fuck with Safari and his shit is fake. But whatever. Uh, Joe Button is addressing uh, Safari because he, Safari's new girlfriend, Erica Menon, used to date Joe Button fiance since Santana and they had a terrible breakup and somehow Joe Button feels as though Safari owes him an apology because he brought, because Safari brought Erica Mena to the trip and didn't tell Joe because previously a week before or so, Joe asked, would she be there? And he said, no. Long story short, Joe Bunn got to cool the fuck out. Safari's a grown ass man. He don't have to tell you, yo, man, I'm bringing my John, my new girl on the trip. I know your girl used to fuck with her. And, and it's, and it's it sounds a little tongue-tied because it's just like he said in, in Joe's words, yo, you need to respect a my bitch if she used to fuck with, if you messing with her old work. That's, that's TV shit, but, you know, whatever's clever. But telling him he would put his face in the sand is just like on some cartoon shit. Nigga, I will put your face in the sand. I fuck with Joe, but when he gets all aggressive and shit and, and you see the little vein in the middle of his forehead, you just want to pass that motherfucker a, a cold Pepsi and a cigarette and just be like, dude, cool the fuck out. You're you're happily newly married or whatever, and somehow Mona Scott and the crew uh, smoothed you into fucking addressing this on camera. You, 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 as much as you preach about not doing those things, you got sucked right in. You knew you weren't supposed to address that shit, probably, especially in front of a pile, a bunch of people. So far as supposed to be your man. So if that's your man, then you and your man needed to go to the side and, and talk about that. He ain't need to be addressed in front of everybody that was on the fucking trip. We call that sucker shit. I still fuck with you, my nigga. But you know, I just can't, I can't, I can't let that shit go by. And what the fuck is up with Erica Mena? I don't know what the fuck I need, but nah, I don't know. This bitch, she just, she anybody can get that pulse. That, that pulse. Free meatloaf. That thing, free meatloaf. I was going on Instagram, not Instagram, um, on MTO for one of their uh, latest lies. Uh, rapper Blueface allegedly said that Cardi B stunk in the Tatiana video. Oh man, here comes the here comes the shit that people don't want to hear is that Cardi B got a stank box. I don't believe Cardi B got a stank box. 
Cause her attitude is just is is just too beautiful for for the box to stink. Now you can't have a bad attitude in a box that stink too. Like, I mean, I mean, you can't. You, I mean, I'm sorry. You can't have a good personality and a good attitude and then have a stink box. That don't fucking match. That's like polka dots and plaid, nigga. Like, what the fuck is you doing? Like, that don't match. But the the nigga Blueface, who's one of the latest. Uh, new rappers he's from out of los angeles and he has the song fatiana that's tearing up the airwaves that was just some cliche shit tearing up the airwaves i need to really get back into radio somehow that just shit just oozed out of me Blueface, Blueface said that uh cardi b butt was stinking uh and according to mto whoever it was uh Blueface said it was cool cardi b twerk when had the whole, oh no apparently the person who was on set talk to mto i'm doing the air quotations guys uh it was cool but cardi b's twerk win had the whole set smelling like dead raccoons that, <laughs> i've never heard twerk win but shit that got to be some smelly ass wind i know she had blood but shorty smell like blood too i don't know what blood smells like i know what it tastes like tastes like pennies but i i don't know what it smells like that's interesting it was sad because she was too fine and too real says but no he said blue face said the shit I don't believe it though. I don't, I don't believe uh, that that a cool ass crip would talk about a talk about a blood in that way. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I Cardi B. I ain't got I ain't got her having the stinky twerk. That that's some bullshit. You you sitting around a bitch that got the stinky twerk. You be like, bitch, you got to you got to fix that twerk. That just don't make no sense. Let me get one more lie from uh media. Media takeout, aka media lie out, is all they do is fucking uh, lie all fucking day. I I see this is this is sad. Uh, De La Soul is uh, old record label. Tommy Boy Records reportedly is ripping them off because they don't want to pay them proper royalties or or streaming uh, finances. However, they do the streaming shit. It's it's just an unfair business, and somehow Tommy Boy is trying to take ninety percent of the streaming money and giving De La Soul ten percent. And I was wondering why I couldn't get no De La Soul on on any of the, the streaming platforms because it's a couple old albums that I wanted to, that I'd be wanting to listen to. Because you know I'm a hip hop head and I need to go back and listen to that shit sometimes because it's all it's songs on there and music that I fucking missed out on and I need to get back on. Fuck that. Fuck that Tommy boy. Pay them men. Pay them boys, man. It's fucking daylight, nigga. You don't want pasta news to come bust you upside your motherfucking head, nigga. Fuck out of that. With a name like Pasta News, nigga, you better be fucking scared. Fuck that. Uh, okay, I guess that's I guess that's my hip hop update. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of different music lately. Let's go into my recents. If you haven't listened to that Wiz Khalifa and Currency 2009, use a sucker, use a nut, and you don't know no motherfucking better. You know what I'm saying? It's obvious you don't care about your motherfucking life because you ain't blessing your ears with no real fucking music. You dig me? But I've been banging that 2009, and that shit is fucking, it's, it's, it's some of the best shit out on these streets right now. And you probably want to go ahead and, and bless your ears with something. I'll play you a little bit of something that I've been playing, one of my favorite tracks off of the joint. 
give you a little sample of what you've been missing up on because it's obvious you don't give a fuck. Now, I'll play two, two samples of some joints just to let you know what's going on. Um, I want to make sure I pick the right ones. I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, I, I, I'll start with uh, No Cloud Chasing. This is, my shit, this is my shit right here. Uh. Yeah, you're tuned into the Everyday J Podcast. We're trying to break all the rules. There's no rules to this show anymore. That's my joint. Then you got Get Loose. I want you to hear how, how currency come off. You know what I'm saying? Feel this. Huh. Shout out to Problem. What? What? Here we go. I hope they don't. I, I hope they keep this joint on. There we go. And Stone Gentleman. These are just a few tracks that you need to listen to. No clout chasing, getting loose. And uh, this is my other shit right here, Stone Gentleman. Just cause of the hook. I was just playing. Like my Jimmy, run the game. I suggest that you get more seats. Might not leave with everything. Wiz. But we for sure get a piece. Fix it up, put it on the streets. If I ain't in my six four, then my bins. There we go. That's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to give y'all a little taste of what the fuck you should be listening to because you'd be listening to a bunch of bullshit. That's what you'd be listening to, a bunch of fucking bullshit. Let me get into a couple of these topics so I can finish this uh this this uh podcast it's gonna be a quick one i told you i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but i'm just gonna do it until i do it to death um also i got a show tonight so i gotta travel all the way up to harlem because i'm a working a working man and a hustler and i'm just trying to keep myself above water where's my notes pad at there's my notepad few things oh you know what I, I gotta tell you guys a quick story that pissed me off a couple weeks ago have you ever had a drunk tell you who you look like that like that like and i said it right a drunk try to tell you who you look like like they know who they want to say you look like but they so drunk that they can't find the proper words and sometimes that it could get your ass beat yeah it, it, it it's weird it happened to me a couple weeks ago a couple weeks ago, a drunk told me I looked like somebody, but he he couldn't quite find the words to describe to tell me who I look like. So he described what I look like. A couple weeks ago, I had a show and I was booked for a show, but I never met the, the producer of the show, the guy who was throwing the show. So I seen him at the club after I got off the stage. and I seen him. So I walk up to him. Introduce myself because I don't want to come to the show on Saturday and just show up like, yo, what's going on? I'm Jay. Put me on. I see you booking. No, that's that's ignorant. I'm a grown ass man. So I want to do things the correct way and start the relationship off right. I'm sorry. The smoke from this platinum cushion is just it's choking me up. Let me put it out for a second so I can tell the story properly. But I'm, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the joint. I'm I'm in the uh I'm in the club and I walk up to dude and shit. I can see he's drunk because he's damn near falling out of his fucking chair. And his eyes is rolling in the back of his head, but I don't give a fuck. I I've talked to drunk people before. I've been drunk. 
we can we can coexist in the same place and have a a grown up conversation. So I thought. So I walk up to God. I'm like, yeah, what's going on, money? Um, I'm Jay. I'm on your show next week. I mean, at, uh, on Saturday. Just wanted to come and introduce myself so we can. This motherfucker looked at me as drunk as he could be, and he said to me, he looked me in my eyes. He said, "Yo, you look gay, man." Yes, and that's the that's that's how I felt. Like, hold on, did he just say I look? Yeah, he said you look gay, man. I said, "Yo, dude, who the fuck is you talking to? You lunching?" So he's drunk, and I kind of know what he's trying to say, and I'll get to that. But he's like, "Nah, man, you cool, but you look gay." I said, "No, nigga, you cool, and I'm about to whip your ass." And like, "Nah, nah, you look like bull off of Empire." Uh, off of Empire, he's he's talking about Jesse Smollett, of course. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's what the fuck you needed to say instead of saying, uh, you look gay, cause nigga, you about to get your ass mopped in this motherfucker. I'm about to mop this bar with your ass, and I'm not no violent guy, but when you disrespect me, I uh, I turn into like, like Malcolm X with the gun next to the window, and it's like, just don't disrespect me, and we'll be all good, cause I just I respect people, so I expect respect in return. And this is my first time meeting a motherfucker, and the first thing you say to me is. Yo, you look gay. I said, yo, dude, who are you talking to? So so I don't beat his ass. I walk off because I'm in a club where they kicked you out of the club and, and ban you from the ban you from the club for less. So if I beat his ass and fuck up the bar, now I can't come in the bar no more or do any shows in this bar. So I'm going to look out for myself. So I'm trying to walk off. I walk off. And I'm, and I'm pissed because all I keep hearing in my head is you look gay. Now I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, yo, do I look gay? Like, what the fuck do a gay person look like? Is what I'm asking. Like, look, now I know what a gay person looks like, but what does a straight gay, a, a, a straight person who looks gay look like for you to say that? But he wanted to say you look like Jussie. So, you know, I told him, I said, yo, dude, that's what you needed to say, man. So I walk off and he followed me, like, nah, you cool, you cool. I'm like, yo, dude, stop following me. You cool, or you about to be fooled out this motherfucker. So he, he walks off, you know, and then I go gather myself. You know, I go gather my go gather my composure and shit because I'm a composed ass nigga. So I come back out to him and and look him in his drunk ass eyes, and I made him look me in my eyes because that's what men do when you want to get a point across. I don't give a fuck how drunk you are. We're gonna get this point across, and I'll talk to you when you're sober. So that's just the type of guy I am. I never let a nigga play you. Is basically what I'm telling you. So I come back out after I compose myself before I leave out because I, I can't leave this alone. He might, I know he's drunk, but he might think I'm a sucker. So I go up to him, I walk up to him. He's sitting down, falling out of his chair. You know, I straighten him up and shit, make him look me in my eyes. I say, yo, dude, look me in my eyes. He looked me in my eyes. I said, yo, I'm going to give you a pass because I know you're drunk right now. But if you ever disrespect me like that again, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. And he, you know, he, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know what I mean, I apologize, I know I'm tripping, I'm drunk. I said, no, no, that's cool now, I'm going to leave this alone. But he, he, you know, he's apologizing, he's apologizing. I'm like, yo, do it, matter of fact, stop apologizing. I'll see you on Saturday, and you probably won't even remember this story. Because I'm just that, I just know people. So, you know, I walk off, everything's over, the night's over or whatever, and then, I, uh, you know, Saturday comes because I'm not missing no shows. I'm, You know, I can't miss the opportunity to go on stage. I'd be the fuck damn. And it was at a comedy club club, so I had to go and shake my one, two, just to make sure. But I fucking, um, so he fucking, 
He's at the show, and I walk in, and I remember, I, mind you, I just told you, I, I told him, yo, I'm going to see you on Saturday, and I'm sure you're not going to remember this, but I'm going to remind you because you'll, you probably will be a little bit more sober. So you can remember, like you don't fuck with you don't fuck with me. Like I'm not I'm not the guy up here who who you can you know score points off of. I'm not that guy. It's just that's just not who I am, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? So you know I walk in and and like I thought he didn't remember. He he didn't fucking remember. So I told him I'm like yo dude. I'm like yo I it, it, I walk in and I, I'm like yo do you remember your uh. You remember how you was acting? No, no. I want to give y'all exactly what the fuck I said to him. Oh, do you do you remember your behavior on Thursday night? All right, that's what I asked him. I said, do you remember your behavior on Thursday night? He like, nah. Was it bad? I'm like, damn. This nigga really just. This nigga's really fucking gone. Was it bad? I'm like, nah. It wasn't. I wouldn't say bad. I just say it just was fucking disrespectful. He like, damn, to you? Now, I can see in his eyes he don't remember none of this shit. But I remember every fucking thing because all I do is smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I take a little sip here and there, but not enough to where I can't control my fucking self. So he like, damn, is it repairable? I'm like, man, it's probably repairable, but we damn sure going to have to talk about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not a bad guy. And I like I could have took advantage of that nigga and beat the shit out of him. And he wouldn't have remembered it either fucking way. And I still would have showed up to the show on Saturday and expected to do my 10 minutes on stage. So, you know, he like, all right, man, I'll talk to you later. You know what I mean? When I get a break. Because he, he, he running the show or whatever. Now, lucky for him, he always catches me while I'm smoking or after I'm smoking. So I'm smoking. And he come outside like, yo, man, what happened? So, you know, so I run, I run the story back down to him, like, yo, dude, you, you said I look gay, you, you know what I'm saying, you, 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 you just, you out here, so, I'm like, yo, I knew you was drunk, so, I, you know, I didn't beat your ass, and, and he's like, damn, man, I'm sorry, you know, you're apologizing and shit, and before that, he tried to shake my hand, he came out and apologized, I said, yo, dude, ain't no need in shaking my hand and apologizing, you don't even know what the fuck you did yet, so, and, you know, I let that shit slide or whatever. And I told him about it or something. Then I told him, I said, yo, you need to get your shit together, man. Because niggas is out here looking at you like you're a fucking fool. You know what I'm saying? Like you out here just getting all fucking drunk and shit and don't remember what happened. And he lost his phone. And the nigga who he was sitting with kept his fucking phone. I'm like, yo, dude, you, you sitting with people who taking advantage of you. Like, you need to get your shit together and calm down on whatever the fuck you're doing. And... and and know that if you would have said that shit to somebody who wasn't in your profession or in your field and, and, and knew you and, you know what I'm saying, they would have whipped your fucking ass by you just making that one fucking mistake and telling a motherfucker he looked gay. Ah, man. And it's not, like, I knew what the fuck he was saying because, you know, I hear the shit every fucking damn near every day. Shit. Actually, I got a few skits on my Instagram, at IMJ Sutton, where I play the part of uh, Jesse Smutlet going through all of this bullshit of him sabotage, setting himself up to get uh, beat up so he can blame it on Trump supporters and all this other shit. Come on, Jesse. The story seemed weird from the fucking beginning that somebody threw a fucking noose around your fucking neck and threw bleach on you. I don't know what nigga was just leaving a Kentucky Rite Aid and grabbed some bleach in a fucking noose. But it's obviously this nigga was, like, in Chicago. They just running around with nooses and fucking bleach. This nigga, I think you should have had a better fucking reason 
behind some shit. And then the, the the Nigerian guys is just they telling every motherfucker thing. They ain't going to jail for that nigga. You fucking crazy. But that was what that that was a story that happened to me not too long ago. Um, what else do I want? I want to talk about a couple movies that I checked out before. I checked out Pimp. I watched Pimp on Showtime. I actually watched that earlier today. It's with uh, Kiki Palmer, where she's playing a, a female pimp. And uh, uh, movie was movie was uh, how can I say? How can I describe this movie? The movie was it was like having sex with a girl like the third time like the third time in that same day it's like it's good but it wasn't as good as when we first came in here type of good because I just couldn't believe her be believe Kiki Palmer as a pimp she did a good job though it was good acting it just you seeing a little bony ass um uh uh how do I want a uh, butch, butch type girl who's who's playing a pimp, and Kiki actually looked like the girl Sid from uh from the from the the group the internet. She looked just like Sid for some reason. She had to study Sid because all her mannerisms was actually Sid, and I know that they have some type of LA connection. So yeah, Kiki, you can't fool me. You were Sid in this situation. He was a hell of a pimp, but the 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 best the best parts was the guy who played uh. Who played the other pimp, Kenny? He had some of the funniest fucking lines ever. One of the lines that stuck out when he uh, when he found his his old his old uh, prostitute was was fucking with with pimp, uh, who is uh, Kiki's character. Uh, he you know he punched her and, and, and I mean smacked her and she went on the ground. He said, "Man, you played." You did it. You did a good. You did a good job as a bitch. You, you to be a bitch. You did a good job. But some shit like that, man, was the fucking funniest shit ever. And I also watched the movie um, Three Signs to Missouri, which is on HBO. It's a fucking good movie. It's it's really a good fucking movie. I seen I seen one of my uh, one of my friends. And followers who I follow also on Instagram, Bilal Motley. Shout out to Bilal Motley, one of the funniest motherfuckers I've ever met, and fastest motherfuckers too. You don't you don't meet too many fast funny motherfuckers, but he had both wrapped up in the. And he but he recommended the movie, and I checked it out. It was it's a good fucking movie. It was it was a good movie. It was about a lady, a white lady whose uh, whose daughter was uh, killed, but while she was killed, somebody actually raped her corpse. So you know when when murders and things like that go unsolved, people tend to forget it. So my mom wasn't wasn't going out like that. So she she paid for three big ass billboards and was at like and said a couple uh quotes asking why they haven't been investigating anymore or whatever. Just wanted to keep it fresh on people's minds and shit. It was a good fucking movie. You should you should definitely check it out. Only three people in the whole fucking movie. Three people. And one of them only came at the end of the movie. So he was only in the movie for about uh Probably about three minutes total. Good movie, nonetheless, though. Good fucking movie, nonetheless. Sometimes I try to, I try to uh, watch more shit that I don't really give a fuck about, or that I don't know anything about. I'm sorry, because it's a lot of things I don't give a fuck about. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about people who wear vapor maxes. 
the new Vapor Maxes in the wintertime. I know your feet cold, my nigga. I don't give a fuck what the fuck you say. Then shit's it's it's a sock. It's basically a sock, and it's more holes in the sneakers than it is in your socks. Your socks are actually warmer than the actual Vapor Max sneaker. Jesus Christ, I don't I don't fucking get you, motherfuckers. But I guess it's just not for me to get. I just don't like. I don't like being cold myself. When I leave out the house, you would think I was in fucking Alaska or on Game of Thrones uh, hunting the White Walkers the way that I'm dressed when I get out the motherfucking house. You fucking crazy, nigga? I don't play that shit. Um, spoiling, spoiled kids. Now, I, I'm still blessed to not have no kids, but I don't think it's good for people who spoil their kids. And I'm talking about parents who uh, who tell their kids, who, who say, uh, I'm going to I give them everything that I didn't have. This is why I do it because I couldn't my, my parents couldn't do it for me. My parents couldn't. It's a reason why you still living and, and, and you surviving is because the shit that you didn't have and the shit that your parents didn't give you. Now, you spoiling your little badass fucking kids and they're going to always expect to be spoiled and get their fucking way. Stop it. And if you don't beat your kids ass no more. Meet me somewhere so I could beat your ass because not beating your kids ass, they just going to have no regard for authority. And that's how kids get uh, brutally beat by police or shot by police because their parents didn't teach their ass how to respect authority and, and, and older figures. Now, I'm not saying, you know, bow down to the police, but niggas, show a little respect so you don't get a motherfucking bully club upside your motherfucking head and they get away with it or worse get shot in the back and they get a fucking way with it when it's when it's uh what's the word that i'm looking for when it is uh citizen regular citizen i, I know that's not the word that i'm looking for or but regular like what the hell is not citizen fucking i'm sorry i can't remember this word but whatever when it's when it's uh cop police state trooper versus uh damn i'm mad i can't find this fucking word regular 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 person that sounds so ignorant to say regular person who the fuck just says regular person god damn it the word is right on the tip of my fucking tongue but whatever it'll come to me before i finish this story but if you don't teach your kids that it's like you're just like when it's a person who has authority or you you're supposed to respect them or like police ain't fair. There's good cops, there's bad cops, there's fat cops, there's white cops, there's black cops. But one thing all these cops have in common is they're cops. So you need to respect them until they pull off and you know you save it then you say fuck the police all the fuck you want you don't say fuck the police when they right next to you that's just stupid that that's just stupid ignorant acts by a human fucking being but yeah stop spoiling your fucking kids by by telling them yeah i'm gonna get them everything my mom didn't give me and my dad couldn't give me and all this other shit like nigga get the fuck out of here man Fuck that. Don't be fucking spoiling their ass. They want some fucking juice, tell their ass get some motherfucking water. They want some Nikes, get their ass some motherfucking Payless shoes. No, nah, I don't give them no Payless shoes. I can't say that. My mom didn't get me Payless shoes. Yes, she did. 
I wore Payless shoes to Catholic school. They were rugged outbacks. They were, those were a Payless special. If you ain't never had a pair of rugged outbacks, I don't trust you, nigga. And, and, and you, your mom always had it. Now, nigga, I, I had both parents in the house. I had my mom and my dad. And my, my now, see, when people hear you had your mom and your dad, they be like, oh, he had the perfect life. Let's be clear. My dad was, my, my dad, it's my, my mother's husband. He's my father. Don't get that fucked up. He's my father. But he's still not my biological dad. I didn't find my biological dad until I was 26 years old. So I just want you to know the dynamic of what's going on. Because niggas here, oh, he had both parents in the crib. Oh, he was well off. No, I wasn't well off because I still had to wear rugged outbacks. And I never had a starter jacket in my fucking life. You know why? Because the shit costs too fucking much. And that's why I got a job as soon as I was old enough to fucking work. What was it, 14, 15 years old? Yes, I had a job. Uh, it's no more sports for me. Nope, high school came. Nope, not playing, not playing that basketball. Not playing that football. Nope. I'm going to work because I like to stay fresh. And moms is only going to put money in my pockets to eat. That's the agreement we came on. I, I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll clothe myself, mom. With a little help from you, of course, because we love each other. But I'm going to work. And that's where the responsibility came at for me. Like, fuck that, man. Put their little asses to fucking work, man. These little motherfuckers are spoiled as shit. These kids is fucking spoiled. And that's because that's because a lot of the fathers ain't the fuck around. They ain't, they ain't the fuck around. And you niggas who, you niggas, man, you know what I'm gonna address before I get the fuck out of here? Niggas who get mad at their baby moms for, for, uh, for fucking with other niggas. Meanwhile, you, 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 you want them to, you don't want them to fuck with other niggas or whatever, but you won't take your son to the barbershop where it ain't nothing but niggas. So now your baby moms is just in the barbershop sitting around a bunch of niggas. What the fuck you think gonna happen? Somebody gonna fuck your baby mom. <laughs> More than the fucking story is, nigga, take your son to the fucking barbershop. Stop having his mother take him to the fucking barbershop. That's not good. It's not fucking good. Shit. Just because your dad wasn't there to take you to the barbershop. Revolving fucking cycle, people. Break the fucking cycle, black folk. We have to break the fucking cycle. I think this is what we're going to call this podcast, and we're going to end it there. We're going to call it Break the Fucking Cycle. This is Jay Sutton signing off. This is the Everyday Jay Podcast, episode 14. Guys, I hope you enjoy this. I'm back, and I'm going to stay more committed to the fucking calls. And the cause is tell your mom I love her, and I'm the finger pop champion. And I'd like to end this podcast by saying shoot for the stars, aim real high. Why get hit by a car when you can get hit by a bus? If you're going to do it, do it big or don't do it at all. I'm Jay Sutton. <laughs>